on this week's episode of Three Dad Bod. Well, you saw several images of that. You know, inside the airport there, you could hear the anti-missile um, uh, aircraft going off. You know, the, and, and you know, you could hear missiles being shot down in the sky. Sarcastic, witty, and not afraid to mix it up. Pop open a cold one, and welcome to Three Dad Bods. Welcome everybody to another edition of Three Dad Bods with Brent, Carl, and Sean. Howdy, guys. Howdy. Yeah, yesterday was a crazy day, Sean. Um, you know, you were. I mean, did you catch any of the? I mean, how could you miss it if you you checked the news at all yesterday? Yeah, well, I mean, the first I heard of it was when you sent me a text and, you know, talking about how uh, Israel was going to destroy Gaza. My first thought was, well, isn't that kind of normal? And then I looked (laughs) and, um, yeah, saw the horrible thing that was going on after the the peace festival and the religious um, holiday. And uh, it was Sabbat. So, you know, the religious uh, Jews were... It was the holy day, uh, of course, and man, it was like red. It was like red dawn, guys. I mean, seriously, there's a picture on Twitter. Um, I've got a copy of it right now that I can send you guys. But um, they had these, uh, you know, those um, those parachute type. uh, They have like a fan, a big fan in back, and like they're kind of a newer contraption that you see a lot of people use here in the states. No, they've been around. They've been around for a long long time, time, actually. Okay, yeah. But anyway, you saw these parachutes coming down, and it was like at dusk or dawn, I don't know, but at this peace festival you're talking about, and there were a bunch of 20-somethings, I mean, hundreds of them, Um, and it was was like a big concert. And, you know, Brent was talking about going to a concert recently, and you've been to a concert recently. Imagine being at a concert with your buddies, and out of the blue comes all these parachutes. I mean, first reaction, what would you think? Someone, a show? You would think it was part of the show, yeah. You wouldn't, you'd think, oh, cool, look. This happened yeah. at like 2.30 in the morning, though, didn't it? No, it happened in the morning. Your time. Yeah. I think <laughs> it was the morning or afternoon. Anyway, it was during the day because this picture was broad daylight or towards the evening, it looked like. My... It was towards the evening. It was yeah. in the, it was, because it was after the show. It was towards the evening when everybody was just about to start going home. There are people dancing still, though, and they didn't yeah. even have a clue. I mean, no. all of a sudden you got people dropping out of the sky with big machine guns, shooting, and taking prisoners left and right. I mean, I don't so know how last many people... I saw, there's like 600 dead, um, and there are Americans that are missing, and Europeans. They That's... they had a lot of Europeans. They they had kidnapped um, and killed a uh, a girl, a German citizen, uh, pretty young girl um stripped her down and was parading her nude body around uh dead body around, i thought that was uh, an israeli soldier the lady they claimed she was an israeli soldier but she was a yeah. german citizen just a young girl just terrible and they, they did um i think they did end up kidnapping a couple of israeli soldiers one one male one female um, and they've, they've got this video footage of, uh, another girl being kidnapped in front of her boyfriend. Um, it just terrible stuff. Another story about, um, a couple that jumped on top of their son to protect him during the shooting. They were both killed, but the son survived. Yeah. Just 
really horrible things. Well, I guess they. Did and then both. you got Ilhan Omar of from my uh, my town in Minneapolis, telling asking people to uh, be to pray for the uh, Palestinians. Um, you know, and I hope what she meant was pray for the Palestinian civilians that don't get involved in that kind of stuff. But this was an attack from uh, the extremist Palestinians. So well, that's really well, unfortunate. The, for the younger generation that doesn't seem to like reading history, uh, the Palestinian situation has always been a sad one from day one. But Let me ask, like, how long has it been? How long has it been since the last attack? Of 2014 is the last so attack. Well, major while, right? attack, but there's constantly who, who violence over there. Yeah, there's Since always 24, violence. But, but you know, it, it used to go on often, like once a week or once every other week. We would hear an incident. But then when somebody came into office, I felt like that kind of stopped. Well, the Gaza mm. Strip was given the right to self-rule. But in 2012, the supreme leader of the Palestinian organization, the Palestinian Authority, he quit. Really? He he was like, I can't run this damn place. That there's too much chaos and corruption going on. Hamas, which is subsidized by the Iranians, Hezbollah by the Syrians and the Iranians. I mean, what you've got is a problem. You've got a fundamental difference with the state of Israel. They do not believe the state of Israel should exist. There should be a state of Palestine, not a state of Israel, according to the Arab world. And a lot of the Arab world still hasn't let that go. And the Israelis have repeatedly kicked their ass over and over. And I don't know if it's going to take that again. Um, and this time a real ass kicking from the Israelis. Um, and I think, though, the Palestinian people, the civilians in the Gaza Strip aren't all guilty. Okay? And I want to make sure I, people no, understand that. There's, some There's been several that have people. spoke out against it. Yeah. But this whole... Um, you know, feel sorry for the Palestinians. Um, they're so picked on. Part of it's their own fault. I mean, they are a people, it's a sad story, but they are a people that have been led by corrupt leaders who have been in bed with the Arab, you know, Arab dictators for the last 50, 60 years. And, uh, and those dictators are run by evil regimes in China and Russia. So you've got, I mean, this is a very complicated situation, but I mean, terrorism is never acceptable. Um, well, I mean, you, white, I mean, you can see an old grandma being terrorized by yeah. idiots and they have it well, on kidnapped. video. They took her in a golf cart and, yeah, and kidnapped her. And, yeah. and the reason why I was asking, you know, how long has it been since something like this happened is because, you know, that whole region there, the Gaza Strip for centuries has been fought over. Um, you know, the Israelis yeah. claim that's theirs, the Palestinians, I mean, that's their land. And um, former President Trump actually worked out a peace between them. Um, and uh, for quite a while, there was, you know, obviously there's, you know, this that we talk about, but not a large scale attack like we had seen in the past. It had been put to bed. Now, the first thing that I heard regarding this when I, I jumped on Twitter early yesterday morning and I saw... Um, uh, Palestinians attack Israel, funded by the Iranians, which Joe Biden used to negotiate. That was the very first thing that I see out there. Okay, Look, as much as I hate the guy, and he is by far the worst president that ever was in our country, Joe Biden is not behind the attack of what had happened. So let's just 
throw that crap out. Well, Let's don't make this a political agenda inside of our upcoming election and stuff. Well, I mean, you can you can question though, giving the Iran six billion dollars. Why did we give them six billion dollars? You give everybody six billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, but except Iran's our own a, country. Iran's a known terrorist. Iran's a known regime Iran. that sponsors terrorism. Period. Iran. Iran. Whatever. Uh, it's the, not a flock of seagulls song. Well, <laughs> you might not blame Biden. Okay, Brent, you might not blame Biden for what happened, and I don't either. I don't think Biden called up Hamas and said, hey, why don't you attack Israel? He's but not smart enough to do that anyway. 80, when you leave He's $80 billion dollars in U.S. Uh, weaponry in Afghanistan, and you can't even withdraw from a country properly because you're an idiot and don't know how to do it as commander-in-chief, that's a problem. And that's where I think most of this came Agreed. from. Agreed. And obviously all that equipment is going to go somewhere. I mean, it's going to be stripped down. It's going to be sold. There's just far oh, too absolutely. many. Absolutely. And there are all kinds of arms dealers went inside there to see the amount of cash they could collect using oh, American man. weapons. And you don't think uh, there's some Azvov uh, uh, battalions in Ukrainian military that wouldn't like some extra funding when this is all over and they want to take over their government from uh, the current Zelensky regime? I, you know, there could be all kinds of things going on behind the scenes, all kinds of things. So, and it could be the Russians too, or the Chinese. I mean, anything to destabilize this area. Um, I, I just think Israel would be stupid at this point not to take advantage of the opportunity to uh, set some accounts straight um, with Iran and with uh, with uh, Hamas and Hezbollah. I mean, and there's going to be some payback. I mean, this is. Uh, equivalent of 9-11. And well, they I already have. Yeah. They've already been launching into yeah. Gaza. So, I mean, Benjamin Netanyahu told them, you need to get out because we're going to level it. Yeah. We'll see what happens over the next week. Speaking of the Russians, did you see that, who's it, uh, Carlson, Carlton? Um, the guy that used to be Fox, now he has his own little yeah. deal on Twitter. He had uh, an interview lined up abuse. with... Well, he... <laughs> He had a, an interview lined up with Putin. He's actually going to be interviewing him, and the U.S. Wow. government forbid it, would not allow it at all. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm not sure how the, that's uh, how that's legal. I don't know if that's constitutional. Uh, I'm just curious I mean, why they wouldn't allow him to be interviewed. What what would he say? I don't know. I think they have this suspicion that Carlson's a Putin uh, stooge, but I don't think so. Carlson, he interviews everybody, and and good journalists will. You know, I mean, that's something that's forgotten by journalists these days. Is you interview I swear, both sides. I remember. I, I swear, I remember when we were kids, some journalist interviewing the Iranian. I told him. Um, Shah, or was it the, not the Shah, sorry, the Shah was the one who was deposed. Ayatollah yeah, the, the Ayatollah Khomeini. Or, yeah, somebody, I could have sworn, maybe should... like Barbara Walters or Hugh Downs or something like that. I remember, I remember Beach Boys. You know, isn't that the equivalent? I remember a Beach Boys song. Bomb, 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 Iran. Bomb, bomb, bomb. <laughs> My I God. Just heard Al Yankovic. We should have backed Jeez, down. Carl. So, <laughs> so Carl's we, a We took a half the wrong country. Why did we take Iraq out? We should have taken Iran out. I mean, those guys are, I'm sorry, they're evil bastards. 
There's no money inside any. of Iran. Oh, there there's sh money. There shouldn't have been any. There shouldn't have been any attacks on Iraq or Iran. You know, you know. I'm okay. I'm gonna go back in history a little bit here. Okay. You know why uh, the Ayatollah came into power? It was to bring forth old Islamic religious rule, Carter, wasn't it? It's because, because the uh, the Shah's secret police wanted to kill five. Uh, I think it was fifty thousand. Um, what do they call them? Not uh, the Muslim leaders. What are they called? Um, not the Ayatollah, but uh, the uh, the kind of like Shah? a bishop. No, they're kind of like bishops for a congregation. Um, are you talking about the mullahs? The mullahs, yeah. There were 50,000 so, mullahs at the time that the Shah's secret police said needed to be rounded up or executed. And Jimmy Carter told the Shah, absolutely no way in hell will you do that. And then less than a year later, the Shah was fleeing Iran. And then I told Khomeini and that whole cabal took over that country and took you, our you know uh, hostages. How, you know who was in charge of that place before the Shah? You know how the Shah got put into place? CIA. The Shah, the Shah was put into place by a CIA coup of the previous government. I thought it was the British that so, basically ran Iran and uh, Iraq before that. Before the British, it was a British territory, but the CIA uh, put the Shah into power. So if the United States government would keep their nose out of some things that they shouldn't be in, a lot of the existing uh, things, well, stuff that's happening over there in the Middle East. Who well, knows? Uh, how do you think they got the technology to uh, become oil rich? That was from us, because we're greedy bastards ourselves. So um, we're the ones that created the mess. Yeah. The thing. Okay. I don't know yeah. if you guys remember, um, but I remember being at school, you know, at Carl Sandburg, and like. <laughs> There was a lot of uncertainty, you know, it was a lot of, I, I remember, you know, we were afraid, you know, they had the hostages, it was day, you know, 100, it was day 125, it was day 130, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, so I, there was a lot of uncertainty and um, I remember the elections came about and there was this guy, Ronald Reagan, who was, came about as like a take no shit, you know, type of politician and you know, the first thing we're going to go and do is we're going to march in and get our guys out of there as soon as I become president. I remember, like, the day he became president, Iran was like, okay, there you go. Here they are. We'll yeah, put them on a plane yeah, for you. We'll feed yeah. them for you. There you go. <laughs> you know. Well, and that's what I'm saying is it takes a strong leader, and that's why Trump was respected in the Arab world. Yeah. Because remember when he set off the Moab and yeah. the mother of all bombs? And it's like, you F with me? That's what's going to happen to you. Yeah. Do you think and, they feel that way with Biden? No, absolutely not. And they don't view him as a threat or anything like that. But that's what um, Trump had done was he went in and negotiated that peace. Like peace yeah. had not been in that area in our whole lifetime. I, as far as I know, my, my parents' lifetime. But he negotiated that peace deal between them. Well, that's strength Which, through. Well, it, it, yeah, peace through strength. I mean, if you can't project that you can kick someone's ass and they're going to see that this isn't a bunch of woke people that that get offended at the drop of a hat in the middle east these people are religiously psycho about their doctrine and their beliefs and anybody gets in the way of it that's that that looks weak is going to get mowed down and that's right. exactly what happened yesterday 
I mean, so, maybe is well here. Go ahead. Well, yeah, go ahead, and then I was. Gonna so, well, that. I was going to say, do you think that the leaders of Palestine looked at this opportunity today and looked and said, you know what? A year from now, we're not going to be able to do this because when awesome. when you look at the polls right now, Trump is heads and tails above everybody. Like it's mm-hmm. not even close where it is right now. So do you think they look at it as they've built this up, they've built this up, they've been waiting, and they're like, you know what, if we're going to do this, and we're going to make a stand, and we're going to do an attack, it has to be done today. Because if we don't do it today, we are not going to be able to do it after this upcoming election. We're just going to get our asses handed to us. Well, I think, yeah, a combination of that. I think there was some money that funded this, and we can argue where they got it, but I from the Biden administration. And it was not, I don't think the Biden administration thought that money was going to be used to uh, finance this. But it, but the, again, who's running the show over there? Right. And, and why don't they have anybody that can think through long-term consequences of, we do this, this is what might happen. Uh, second, the problem I have with the whole thing, the CIA didn't pick this up. Mossad, who's supposed to be the best intelligence service in the world, didn't know this was going to happen. Hold on. Um, you don't think they knew? Now, now, now we're getting back to where it's going to get interesting. <laughs> is this another 9-11, as Brent would uh, like to say? Is this an excuse? What's involved with it? What What's well, the purpose of it? Why Why now? Why at this time? Who, why in this who wins? area? Who wins? Yeah. Well, because I mean, I, it, look, in, in my opinion, as the United States, we shouldn't even dabble in this. Okay, and that's my opinion, and, and the reason why, and, and people say, well, you know what, we have to support Israel, you know, which nah, I mean, yes, we, we are an ally to Israel, but they have like the third most powerful military in the world. In the world. <laughs> They're going to be fine. They don't. They can take help. care of themselves, and yeah. so we don't need when we've got a government shut down, where we're talking about employees not being paid and all kinds of stuff, where we've got a border crisis, which really odd now. Biden decides to build a wall. I wonder why. Um, maybe because he's down well, into the I'll, 20s as far as his approval rating. But I'll tell you why. Biden's going to lose to Trump, and he needs that Israeli money coming to him. Now, if he looks strong, and it was kind of funny that his uh, surrogate, the Palestinian department in Israel, who is part of the cabinet, um, mm-hmm. some idiot in their uh, office in Israel or Jerusalem, posted a tweet that made it sound like the Israelis should back down. And, and it was sounded like a millennial post. And uh, the guy had to retract it almost within minutes of posting it because I'm sure the State Department went unglued when they saw that on Twitter. Um, I mean, the, these guys are morons in the White House. And I just, I, I can see Biden just, if he, if he had half his marbles, I bet his wife is the one that was angry because this is the kind of thing that gets you, loses you an election. And you need that money. I mean, let's face it. I don't know why Jewish Americans are pro a Democrat party, but they are. And I just I can see I can see a lot of money being lost if Biden didn't step right behind Israel and 100 percent will be he okay hasn't. with whatever they do. Well, he did yesterday. Did you see that press conference? He it's was like, like though, was it? No, I didn't. I, I, that was the most. That was the most clear, level-headed Biden I've seen in years. They must have drugged him like crazy to get him to sound that well. <laughs> Little earpiece. Oh yeah, it's like this is what you say. And we, something written down on crayon, like his his quick, cards are like crayons, you know. Shoot him up with adrenaline, man. He's we shot him up with adrenaline. He's ready to go. <laughs> anyway, 
Well, it'll be interesting the next few. I bet this goes pretty fast. I think the Israelis are going to come down on them like a freaking. Well, they're calling their operation Iron Sword. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's no. They should have just called it Thor's Hammer. They're going to come down hard on those guys. So, I mean, could you imagine? No, I saw this one. It really hurt. It really bothered me. So they were coming out of this roof, and it was a air conditioning duct. And first you saw a few women, and then you saw a bunch of kids. And you could hear these Arabs shouting downstairs in the house. And then mm-hmm. you heard, bam. And then the father of this family got caught and then slumped and died on the roof. And I was just like, we can't even imagine that here. I mean, I can't even imagine that. I mean, I'd be like the cartel showing up in my neighborhood and trying to kidnap my wife and children right in front of me. And, and they had this person on Israeli TV just talking about his wife he saw in one of these videos and his mother and his two daughters. And I'm just like, oh, that'd be some payback. Payback. Come what on. I don't like is with today's technology. Um, yeah. We don't need to see those images. We don't. I don't need myself or my kids or, you know, other people I know to witness watching somebody die right in front of them. That's not necessary. And, and you know, there's a time when war was military against military. And now it's this terrorism is, you know, against regular human beings. People like you, like me, families, our wives, our kids. We it's just don't need to be subject on. to that. You know, uh, it's because they can put it on social media, right, and get yeah. the fear factor. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, think about it. If you live in Israel now, aren't you going to be like looking over your back a little bit? Well, you saw several images of that. You know, inside the airport there, you could hear the anti-missile um, uh, aircraft going off. You know, the, and, and you know, you could hear missiles being shot down in the sky. Um, there was a family, some kids. I think that the little was, was murdered right in front of them. And, and you know, you see them talking and kind of holding each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's a point in life of things that give worse ideas to bad-minded people. And I just feel like this is one of those type of situations. Well, I mean, I, you know, and to get over the war rhetoric and getting all fired up, I do... You know, I was talking a little bit about the history about the Palestinians. And, I mean, I do feel for the common Palestinian. I mean, no one would want to live in the Gaza Strip. I don't know if you know a lot about the Gaza Strip. But, I mean, it is worse than the worst third world country that you could go to right now today. I mean, it's, it's appalling, the conditions there. And part of that is because of their leaders, because they won't integrate with Israel. They refuse to. Um, part of it's the history over the last 50 years. Um, I, you know, so and, and Israeli police can be harsh. Um, they, right. they, they can pick on Palestinians. So have there been some atrocities? Well, let's be careful. Atrocities are, have there been abuses of power by the Israelis? I'm sure there have. Now, does it come to the degree of terrorism where you're raping or terrorizing or killing women. Uh, no, the Israelis have not done that, not even come close. And so, you know, and then there's a lot of ugliness I've been noticing too in the United States and in uh, especially um, anti-Semitic. Um, I, yeah. I don't know where that's coming from. 
Um, I've never felt that ever in my life about Jewish people. And I, even though I feel politically they're idiots, I, I have never, I mean, I'm very empathetic to what happened in the Holocaust. Um, and so I just, I, I like you, I'm just like, this isn't a way to solve your problems. Um, this right. isn't a way to gather world empathy for your plight. Um, I mean, all it does is now is unite the Western world to see Israel do whatever it wants to now. I mean, right. I really don't care. I, can, I mean, go for it, Israel. It's your country. And, and like you, I just don't feel like we should be involved. This isn't our fight, just like Ukraine. This yeah, is our fight. We've got another problem going on with our own borders with over 10,000 oh, people yeah. coming across. We've got, you know, we're setting ourselves up for a traumatic so event to happen out. inside of our own country. We're so spread out right now. Someone said, well, that couldn't happen here. I'm like, are you sure? Absolutely could. It could absolutely, absolutely could. happen here. And it could be a lot worse in terms of the amount of death. I mean, we're such soft targets in our country. I mean, you go to right. any mall, any grocery store. I mean, any sporting event, any pre-sporting oh, event. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine someone going nuts inside one of those stadiums? I mean, yeah. that'd be horrible. So anyway, well, um, we lost Sean, and uh, it's towards that time again, folks. Um, we'll be back next week. And uh, uh, so anyway, we hope you were entertained, and we appreciate your support and your comments. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the interview uh, last week as well. We didn't have a chance to really say that at the end of the interview last week. But uh, um, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, maybe two, we might have something new hatched by next week as well. We'll get into it. We hope you enjoy our new format, too. We used a different uh, service today as well. And uh, most, most of you probably don't care, but well, hopefully the quality's a little better. And uh, anyway, Brent, go ahead and... Yeah, thank you, out. guys. And thanks to our listeners. Um, encourage everyone to listen, listen to our, our past episodes. Um, find us on Spotify and on Apple. So, yeah, please take a listen. We appreciate all of our listeners. You take care, Carl. Thanks for listening to Three Dad Bods, and make sure to catch their past episodes on Spotify, Apple, and Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure and leave a comment to help stroke their fragile egos.